Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the podcast where we speak about tapping into your most true and authentic self and designing a work life based on your own terms. In today's episode, we talk all about human design. And no matter if it's the first time you're hearing about it or you already know your type, your lines, and you're super excited, just as I am, I am sure that this episode will be a great intro into the topic. I invited a special guest to break it down for us and help us understand what human design is and how it can actually help us live a more aligned life. Her name is Bethany from Karma Kindness. She's a human design reader and a business mentor currently based in Bali. And I think that our interview is probably one of the most insightful episodes that I've recorded so far here on this podcast. So you, my friend, are here for a treat. In this episode, we talk about the hardest moments in life and how they carry our biggest lessons. And of course, we speak about human design, what it is, how to read your chart, and how to live more true to your essence and your true selves, both in your personal life and your work. And you know, I'm all about these topics. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Bethany from Karma Kindness. So here's the thing. I am currently in the park, sitting on a bench, recording this intro for you on my iPhone. So sorry if the quality is bad, but you know how sometimes in life when we are excited about something and we over-prepare, it's like we need to get it perfect. And because I really love this episode and this interview we had with Bethany, I was thinking, oh my God, I need to do the perfect intro and the perfect outro, just the right words, just on the spot. It has to be in the most calm atmosphere in my life. And the truth is, today is such a busy day for me and I still want to bring this out to you. So here we are, setting perfectionism aside and yeah, just following the mantra, done is better than perfect, just because I really want to bring it out. And I'm also, speaking about human design, I'm really learning to go by my own design and know how I thrive best. And to be honest, I'm not a perfectionist. I would never spend so much time doing something just because I don't have the patience, I guess. So... If you're following me here for a while in this podcast or on Instagram at authentic.livedesign, you know that human design is currently such a topic for me. And I'm learning so much about myself and my way of living and working just through seeing my chart. And that's why I wanted to bring Bethany in because first, she's so good at what she does. But secondly, I wanted you to have this first guidance of how to translate your chart, how to understand these things, what do they mean? And most importantly, how you can apply them in your life. Because you know, oftentimes we go to astrologers or all these kind of readings and there are these kind of like breakthrough moments, but then how do you apply this in your real life? And this is what I'm trying to learn and implement in my life right now. And it just feels amazing. So this is my goal with this podcast for you, to really understand more about yourself, allow yourself to be more true, more you, and apply this into your life. In the show notes of this podcast episode, you're going to find a link where you can pull out your human design chart and you're going to see these different like types and lines, the things that you are. And my intention and what we do with Bethany later in the podcast is translating this to you. And if you want to know a little bit more about me, I'm a generator. My profile is 3-5. So being a generator, that would mean that I have tons of energy. And I've always wondered, like, why am I this ball of energy, both in my work, in my personal life? And now it's like, aha, get it. <laughs> get it. This is how I am. Um, and as I said, I'm a 3-5 profile. That means that the 3 stands for 
trial and error and failing a lot and learning through these failures. And you know, on all of these channels, I speak so much about failure. So yeah, you can see how much of these things are actually just so true about you. The same as last episode that we recorded on the topic of tarot, use this as a mirror. Use this as a mirror for yourself, as a tool for understanding yourself better, seeing some things that maybe you didn't want it to accept, and just have fun with it in the end of the day. So have fun listening to this interview, pull out your chart, understand better, and I would love to know what profile you are. You know I am all about living authentically and designing a work life, starting your own thing that really comes from your heart. I still have some one-on-one coaching spots open until the end of this year, so if you're interested, if you feel like it's finally time to get to understand yourself better and really work something that is true to you, build something out, create something, put it into the world, I would love to take your hand and really guide you through the steps of building your own thing and being kick as business owner. So now enjoy the podcast with Bethany. Hello, Bethany. I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast. Hi, nice to see you. Um, I have so many questions and as we talk about um, like before the podcast episode and we hit record I currently am just so excited about this topic and I really feel like I have 100 questions to ask you Um, but as always I want to start on a more personal note to understand your story understand where you come from I know you're currently in Bali so my first question would be um, how does the day started for you? And yeah, just tell me a little bit more behind the scenes, how a day in a life for Bethany looks like. Ooh, well, yeah, like, and I mean, this ties in with all of the, the stuff we'll be sharing later, but I've really been embodying more flow recently. So for me, like, it's truly about being and, you know, I, I am blessed to like wake up in Bali, which, you know, we've got a beautiful location. I live in the middle of a rice field, but really for me, it's about honoring my body. So mm-hmm a day in the life for me really is like, okay, like what brings me joy today? Like what lights me up today? And like, sometimes that's work. Like sometimes that's not working. Mm. Like sometimes that's the gym other days it's not. Um, so it really is for me about making sure all day, every day I'm following my joy as much as possible. Now, again, like sometimes we have commitments that we don't necessarily want to do, but it's like, nervous system is a big piece for me so Mm. really being able to regulate my nervous system on a daily basis and usually that's nature like as long as I can (laughs) I live a very simple life like as long as I can get stuff done eat nice food and be in nature I'm happy like I don't need all the things you know so that's pretty much what life looks like yeah that actually sounds amazing but also I know how many decisions come behind like it is easy to say, oh yeah, I just follow my joy, I just follow the flow. But usually when you um, start doing this, oftentimes there are these kind of questions and doubts. Wait, can I actually only um, follow my joy? Can I actually yeah. first flow, uh, first put flow uh, as a priority? So how does that go? Like, how do you um, cope yeah. with all of these kind of stoppers? The mental pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm. I mean, human design is a big one because it shows us where in our body we're supposed to make the decisions. So when I feel, and I mean, again, like this is why it's called an experiment because when these things come up of like, for example, okay, I wanna wake up and I don't wanna work today and I wanna go in the garden, but I've got a to-do list to do, you know? Mm. The mental pressure is gonna tell me like, you have to do these things, these things need to get done. 
And if I was to sit down and do that, I'm going to feel frustration over not wanting to do them. But then if I, you know, allow myself the resilience piece of knowing that my body was the one that said, I want to go and do this Mm. and go outside today, what would happen if I follow that instead? And through the experiment, through the experience of, you know, like I have an evidence procedure that I, I note down, you know, times that Mm. I don't honor my body, times that I do, what has come on the other side? And like, now I've been able to kind of gather enough evidence that I'm like, I know my mind is not going (laughs) to lead me to the things, you know? And it's like, you'll sit in front of the computer for two hours, forcing yourself to work and get nothing done. But if you Mm. actually follow your joy, your joy will bring you to the ideal time that you can sit down and churn the work out you know so and I'm really big on following like the menstrual cycle for this as well like I really track where my energy is at throughout the month and I won't give myself too much to do when I'm going into that phase of you know stillness as well Mm. well yeah yeah it's a goal for me to reach this kind of level of alignment (laughs) I feel like my mental pressure sometimes is really making me do a lot of things that you think you should do. For me, this, this is like a big theme in my life. Yeah, you should do this. You should, if you want to be, I don't know, a professional in what you do, you have to do this. So, right. yeah. yeah. And it's really asking yourself the question of like, <clears throat> who said that? Like, who decided that? Like, who decided that we should? Absolutely. Or we have to yeah. work hard, you know? Yeah, it's true. like, actually like. Oops. <laughs> Yeah, but but again, like we're so conditioned from being mm. like babies almost to to navigate this way. So it's no it's no surprise that that's the way that we are, mm. and it takes years. And this is why even with human design, it says it says in the thing like it takes up to seven years to reprogram a lot of this stuff because you're literally deconditioning so oh, wow. much. And then crazy. people get like really crazy about it, and they're like seven years, and it's like, what? <laughs> like I would do it's that. A lot of work. Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, if we imagine that I meet you, so today in ballet, can you paint for me the picture of how you get there? So maybe just going through some of the biggest moments in your life or lessons, but yeah, how did you end up here in Bali now doing human design readings? It's really funny. Like, so I've always kind of known I wanted to do different things, right? So I went traveling, I think it was like five years ago, maybe longer uh, now, And I ended up in Vietnam with like a teaching qualification, you know, teach online. And I remember having 200 pounds to my name and I was just like, I don't want to go home. And I called my father and I was like, I have 200 pounds. Like, (laughs) he he was like, okay, well, I'll pay for you to come home, but I won't pay for you to stay. Mm. And I was like, I'm staying. So that was my first experience with like, make it work you know like you've got to make it work and I did I like got a job I got a better job I got a better job how old were you at the time um 28 now I think I was like 23 all right yeah 22 23 I think it was longer ago than I thought you know when you keep saying like three years and then you look back and you're (laughs) like oh geez it was like seven um but yeah like so that was when my whole journey I would say kind of started of like awareness you know um realizing that I didn't want to live the life that I thought I had to live again the shoulds right go to university Mm. do all the things and I went to university and I was always at the time like why am I here you know Mm. um so then yeah I moved into teaching and that was giving me freedom but it wasn't giving me again like enough 
And then I was like, okay, like, and I went to Bali and did a Vipassana meditation retreat, like a 10 day silence meditation retreat. And I just decided like that day I was going to live in Bali and it took about two years and I was just always, I'm living in Bali and people were like, she's losing it. Like, how are you going to live in Bali? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how, but I'm going to. Wow. And then, yeah, fast forward a few years, I found a way to work online through network marketing, mm. um, found the confidence through like, you know, mentorship and did what I could, made it work. I hit the top rank in that business like six months ago, which is really cool. Um, and then I was like, I need to do more. So then I moved to Bali. But the, the thing in between was I manifested my dream life. So I've been working on this for years. And then when I got to Bali, I was super in my masculine. And it was like, I need to create, I need to make money. I need to like build a business, mm, like a coaching business. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't making friends because I was, People were asking me to do things and I was like, no, I've got to work. Um, and I was receiving a lot of signs to slow down, like laptop breaking, phone breaking during my launch, you know, like everything around me, just so many signs. People literally mm. saying to me, like, slow down. And then the night that I had that verbal warning and even my intuition was like screaming at me and like, this is also part of the human design piece. Mm. I had a motorbike crash and I broke my jaw in three places, like facing my whole face. Yeah. And uh, they said to me, like, we don't know how you're alive, honestly. Like, you're blessed, you know, like, because it oh was God. super serious. And like, it's really funny because I have one scar on my arm here that's like, there is a voice that doesn't use words. Listen. Mm. And it cut through the word voice, my scar. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, this is my lesson, you know? So okay. instead of kind of letting it overcome me, because I was alone in Bali, I hadn't made many friends. My family couldn't come because it was COVID. And I was like, I'm going to do this alone. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to make something of this and I'm not going to let it, you know? And then I birthed the Trust Method program, which is one of my programs um, that's basically mm -hmm. on the trust. And again, like shedding the mental pressure and it was so interesting to see just how much conditioning I picked up from the hospital and my healing path. And then mm. when I took my power back through my design, I healed my infection the next day. So this is literally why I do what I do now. Cause I was like, I just mm. saved my own life. Like I was this close to bone disease and it was in my head. So it was like super close to my brain. Mm. Who knows, you know, but when I took my power back, my life has literally transformed. So it's been a hard couple of years, but I wouldn't regret it. Like it was such a blessing and I've been able to help so many people as a result. So yeah. I just wanted to say you've managed first. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you've managed to, to do something so beautiful out of that. And it's, it is crazy how the universe sometimes gives us our lessons when we're not going in the right direction. And it's like, First little reminder, then a little bit bigger reminder. And if you don't see all of them, then it's like, okay, now you got to learn your lesson. Yeah. And yeah. But as I said, it is, you know, when life gives you lemon, do a lemonade. I guess you've done a beautiful lemonade <laughs> with what happens. <laughs> um, so that's, that's really, really beautiful. What is one of the big, like, if you have to um, synthesize this in a lesson, what is 
what would you tell yourself like a couple of years yeah it, the main the main lesson with it honestly from like my perspective was the slowdown and the balance you know like why are you even trying to create a life that you love if you're not even able to live it you know so many of us we want to work for ourselves because again that's another shiny thing right like being self-employed now is like a trend mm. so it's also why Like, why do you want this? Do you want it to burn yourself out? Because burning yourself out also doesn't get you the happiness. And like, how can you create the richness inside? Because mm. I had the dream life, but I was severely unhappy. And I see this a lot here in Bali. There's so many entrepreneurs and they're earning so much money, but inside they've got all kinds of nervous system problems. They, they're severely unhappy because they're chasing something. Whereas mm. for me, it was really about, okay, like this is your purpose and this is what you love to do but how are you creating more joy? Like I'm here to, I always say like, I'm here to live a life of yes. So it's not about money. It's not about like all these things. It's about being able to just say yes. Like, mm. yes, I can go on that trip. Like, yes, I can pay for my family to come and visit. You know, it's always yes to what brings me joy. And then the rest falls into place as a byproduct. So yeah, it was really about like the awareness of balancing and actually mm. taking time to like live. Yeah. yeah i think one i totally resonate with what you're saying and but first i've been there um i've been yeah. trying to and i am doing my own thing since what is it five to six years now it was like in different yeah. formats but when you go there it's interesting how you want to build something on your own you're like okay i'm not gonna live by someone else's rules i'm gonna create my own and then you put yourself into the prison of i have to work so hard i have to burn myself out i have to do all of these things um yeah. And I think for myself, I realized that actually going more in with your flow is just trusting, just trusting yeah. that you don't have to do all of these things and things can happen like in a different way. So, ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Learning. Everything. <laughs> yeah. Trust and acceptance. Because it's like, when have I ever not been supported before? Even when I've thought the world was going to end somehow somewhere a solution drops in and it's really about looking back and being like I've always been supported and it's mm. really understanding the primal aspect too you know we're so evolved but we still hold so many primal aspects of oh my god if I do this I'm gonna die and it's like you're not gonna die though <laughs> your primal self like reacting in the yeah. same way mm. you know yeah so so incredible this human experience <laughs> What was your first meeting with human design? How did that happen? Really funny. Um, so similar to what you told me earlier, you know, um, it kind of came full circle for me. So when I started my network marketing business, I remember being on one of the calls and this woman was a guest speaker. She's actually a really um, top figure in human design. She's been doing it years and she was doing a call, guest speaking call. And I remember being really like, wow. And then thinking like, I, I want to have this much kind of not authority, but to do something that's very specific and like know a lot about something and like it be my thing, you know, like mm, people are going to mm. source me in because I'm, I'm someone who knows about it. And yeah. I was like, Ooh, like I'd love that. And then I bought a blueprint, which is something I offer now as well. I bought this blueprint and I didn't understand it. It was like so much information. And I was kind of like, don't get it you know like it and like mm. we were talking about like I needed a reading I needed someone to break it down for me I don't really learn very well with like programs and things like that I need that one-to-one -one energy mm. 
so yeah I kind of just dropped it and then it would come back through you know like oh what's your human design like it would drop back in and then it would drop out mm-hmm. and then when I had my accident it um it came back through and I, I actually have a screenshot on my phone of having my laptop open with my chart and I posted on my story like getting into human design again and then it just when I started to learn into my centers and like all of these different parts I was going through like multiple surgeries and this wasn't the plan and it was kind of like the doctors kept telling me something was wrong and the infection wouldn't heal and I was thinking I was okay and I would go in and they would tell me another thing and I'd be like wait I don't like I'm doing all the things I'm intuitive like I'm healthy what's gonna give and it was when I understood Mm. where my conditioning lies that I literally went into the hospital and I was like this is how it's gonna go this is what I'm telling you and you're going to listen to me now because this is my body. And I literally took back my power and my infection went the next day. They were like, we found, we found like the infection and we found the medicine to give you try this. And like, it went away. And I was like, sweet, you know, like we have so much power, but we're just giving Mm. it away. So Mm. it was really then that I was like, okay, this has literally saved my life. And this is what I want for other people mm. just to have this wisdom of being able to navigate via their body yeah. because then life just becomes easier, like so much easier, you know, but again, the activation piece of like working one-to-one with people and being able to, cause I'm very intuitive as well. So being able to work one-to-one with people gives me that chance to mm. heal them. And sometimes like the, the human design readings turn into a full blown, like kind of intuitive session where <laughs> just like, this is, this is what you needed to receive, you know? And mm. I'm like, whatever, whatever comes through is, yeah. is perfect. Um, but yeah, that was kind of how then it stuck. And I was like, okay, this is it, you know? Mm. It's interesting because yes, I do have a similar experience where it was maybe five or six years ago when I was on this festival and I, uh, there were different workshops and I heard about human design, never heard of it before. And I went there and they asked you for your like birth date and location. Um, and then this woman was just speaking so many things that it, it was, she knew me, she knew me even better than myself. And I was mind blown by that. But you know, these festival experiences where you have this kind of bubble and you have so many I don't know, yeah, um, things you realize. Realize. yeah, but in the end of the day, you just close the bubble and you go back to your normal life. And I don't even think that I was going much more back to human design. Like I knew, okay, I'm a generator, I'm a three, five, but this wasn't helping me a lot. And um, ever since I, um, we planned this podcast and I started going back to it, I'm just unpacking so much more. Um, and it's crazy how much I started understanding just this idea that we are different energetic bodies. We work different. We act different in different situations. And no one has taught me that. (laughs) I didn't know that. No. And it's like the school system. Like I wish and I hope one day, like who knows, maybe I'll start a school. Like, but human design is shown to younger kids because again, like if these kids are told how they can be and who they are Mm, mm. they become you know the genius can come through and like this is what we're supposed to navigate like we're supposed to be individual and this is what human design shows us but also a lot of people get very triggered by that because it's so intricate you know like the gates the centers Mm. like the 64 gates in a chart you know like there's so many moving pieces that people Mm. are just kind of like no you know but when you said 
what I've found with human design is we don't need to know it all at once and we can be drawn to certain elements of it and work on that. And then, then the next element will come through for us to work on, you know, mm. and it's not all at once, but when we can really just start to dive in and open ourselves up to it, everything changes. Yeah. Yeah. What are some misconceptions people have about human design? What are some things they don't exactly get? Yeah, it was really funny. I actually had the first time this has ever happened. I had a man buy a whole package. So I do the blueprint and reading, or I just do a blueprint, or I just do a reading. Like, mm -hmm. it depends. Mm -hmm. And he bought the whole package. I had no clue who he was. Like, no clue. And I'm like, who is this man? <laughs> like, I think he'd come from Facebook. I don't know. And... I'm, I'm nervous and I'm excited because I've never done a reading with a man. I'm like, not that it's any different, mm. but just kind of like, ooh, like yeah, yeah. masculine, you know? And also excitement because if a masculine is opening up to this, like, I love that. And I, I really do want to work with men in the future. But yeah, he, I sent him his blueprint and he actually replied via email and he was like, hey, like, thank you, but this is not for me. And I was like, <laughs> like, oh, you know, I was like, have I done something wrong? but again mental pressure and I was like okay mm. like maybe he's just not ready because it's a lot and a lot of people they either think it's you know spiritual woo woo um you know oh god another astrology like another this and it's mm. like you know even astrology is so beautiful but it can come across as quite overbearing because a lot of mm. people are using it to define them rather than to elevate them so what I always say with human design Ooh. in all my readings is like take what you need and leave the rest like it is not another dogma for you to attach mm. to it's not another religion it's something that can it's a cheat code to your expansion it's a cheat mm. code to finding out your energetics so use it as that cheat code use it as the manual but it's also not like i'm a man i'm a man gen so it means that i can't initiate ever you know it's not a way for you to then create further excuses as to why you can't. And I made a post on this and I triggered a lot of people because I was like, please, if you do anything, do not use this as a means to escape mm. responsibility for who you are and what you are and your behaviors. Because yeah. just because you're a this or that does not mean you can be like a horrible person or you can be angry at people if you're a manifester or, mm. you know, like all these things and this is also it, like the misconception of, you know, it's going to completely like change my life in a way that if I follow it, bum, 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 like, no, it's not a restriction. <laughs> it's literally yeah. just take what you need. Yeah. Mm. I love how you said it. It's not there to define you. It's here to elevate you. Yeah. Um, but maybe to put it in a simple way, because in a way, if you want to pull out your astrology chart, it's the same, right? You put a, yeah. your birthday and your location. So how is, how is it different? Yeah. So the thing is with human design, this is what's quite beautiful is that I always call it, it's like the, it's like everything on steroids, you know, like, because it's got <laughs> astrology. Yeah. It's got like astrology. So it merges astrology in the planetary system it has like the Hindu Kabbalah, which is like this book that the, the Hindus use to kind of predict things. It's mm. got the Chinese I Ching, which is the book of changes. So this is what Chinese tradition would go to. It's like an oracle. It's got science. It works on the basic um, energy of neutrinos, which is like energetic particles and like how everything is made up of like atoms and moving mm. things. So it's energetics. So it's actually merging so many different things together. Wow. so then it's covering all 
facets of things. So then Mm. if you're kind of skeptical on astrology, it's like, well, there's science too. So it's kind of bringing in, it's hard not to believe it because Mm. it covers all the different realms. So the guy that actually created human design, he channeled the whole thing. So again, this is where people are like, came out of a guy's head you know and I'm like so did the invention of the car like but you don't question that you know so Mm. basically this this guy he channeled all this information over I can't remember how long it was but I think it took him seven years to write the book Mm. Um, and he wrote the human design book and then it just evolved through that and then Gene Keys was birthed as a byproduct of human design that was another question I had what is the difference between uh, human design and Gene Keys so how how did they relate yeah it focuses mainly on the I Ching which is the Chinese book of changes so what Mm. Chinese tradition would do they would have the Chinese medicine and then they would have the I Ching now the I Ching basically focuses on um these codon rings which is like basically where in your body it's activated like what you know amino acids like what cells where in the body like so it's very scientific and they would base their Chinese traditional medicine on the I Ching and it would basically predict things and like that so now the gates in human design which hold the energetic themes are the 64 gene keys so it's the same as the gates but they are written more in a light language and more of a feminine energy so when you're reading the gene keys it activates you and it, it works in shadow frequency gift frequency and city so you can kind of look at what what keys are activated for you and you can see like oh this is the shadow this is where like, I'm still in this, like this resonates so deeply with me. I'm in this shadow. How can I transmute it? And then it shows you the gift of like, once you've transcended the shadow, you're going to enter into the gift. And like, it, okay. it's kind of yeah. funny. Like every time I read it, I'm activated further because there might be times where I've now kind of moved more into a gift. And mm. now I'm looking back on the shadow and being like, whoa, I can see so many behaviors of where I was, I was doing this, but being so unconscious of the behavior. Mm. So it's really beautiful to implement both. Um, when I do my readings, I talk about the gates, but I actually blend in the gene keys because I love the way that it's expressed. Mm. And if on my Instagram as well, I actually um, share the recent transits of the gates because we have a human design calendar. So mm. when the sun moves in the planets, it will sit on different gates. So as it moves hmm. into a new gate, it's kind of like the same with, with Jupiter and all the things. Um, it will show us which gate. So at the minute we've, we moved into 56 today mm-hmm. and that will then be like a theme for the collective to work through. So this is oh, distraction. Wow. So yeah. it's like distraction in the world right now and like how much stimulus that we allow ourselves to be drowned by and not facing within. So I share this like every week hmm. I share a new gate and I share it through the vessel of gene keys and human design. So I kind of blend yeah. it in. But yeah, it's, and again, it's so much information, but it will find you if you're supposed to learn it, you know, like mm. it really will find you. And it's just whether you can open yourself up to receiving it or not. Mm. And I think in the end of the day, it does go to the same place, right? Like it's just yeah. tools that you reflect with. And um, I think on this festival that I'm speaking about, there were like workshops on gene keys and human design. And I think I left it with some kind of mix in my head of both. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think on this place, I would 
suggest everyone who is reading, um, who is listening to the podcast, maybe you can go online and you can pull out your uh, free chart. There are a lot of places you yeah. can do that um, in the internet space. I also have left a link below, which you can click. Um, you can put in your yeah. details so we can, now when we start speaking more into detail about the types, um, yeah and things like that, just that you understand better um, what is going on. So let's say someone have done that, they pull out their chart. What is the first thing you're seeing and like, how do you navigate this? <laughs> yeah, so if it was a complete beginner, so again, there's so much information and you can take one look at that chart and it looks like a mathematical equation, right? So, <laughs> you know, you've got all these colors. It's like what the colors mean, the colors actually don't mean anything. So it's kind of like, what, you know? Um, so basically, when I'm starting a reading with somebody, I'm gonna look primarily at their type, their strategy, their authority, and also their profile and their centers. But if we take away the centers for now, so the types, we have five different human design types. And these are all, I won't go into massive detail on them because yeah. it'll be forever. Yeah. But these five different types are basically showing us if we are an energy type, if we're a non-energy type. So we have manifesting generators, we have generators. These two kind of go in one. So this type has like the same strategy. Um, and this is like 70% of the population. So I'll explain a little bit about the generators. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing most of the people listening will probably fall into this category. Um this is 70% of society. So it's the builders. We're like the worker bees almost. And it doesn't mean that we're supposed to go out and like graft. And this is where society has kind of taken human design to its benefit because as a worker bee, the nine to five <laughs> is a very, very common thing. And like we can actually, we have the energy available to sustain eight hours of work, 12 hours of work hmm. when we are ignited, right? But what's happening in society is a lot of people are actually deciding through the head. So they're doing jobs for money and they're doing this and they're doing it mm. out of non-intentional circumstance. So they're burnt out, they're miserable, they're depressed, you know, they're, they're actually not feeling like they have the energy. But then as soon as you give them something that really lights them up, they can run a thousand miles with it, you know? Like for yeah. me, as soon as I get an idea and it's time, I'm locked in my room all day and I'm working, you know, and like some days I won't, but when it's mm. time, it's time. So this is the generator. Like we're here to kind of wait for this response, like wait to respond to what bring life brings us. Like that could be nature. That could be a friend, like saying something to us and then spark, you know, and it's really about the trust element of knowing my body will bring me what I need when I need it. Mm. Right. And like not kind of spinning in the, I've not had an idea for like three days. What am I going to do? You know? Because that's also a thing like the gestation process that your body goes through to brew these ideas for you. Like mm. it's huge. So that's like the generator. And then we've got proje uh, projectors, which are 20% of society. These guys are very open energy. So they sample energy. They bring in energy from the generators, from the energy types. And they are like the guides of the world. Like I always describe projectors as like Gandalf out of Lord of the Rings. Like... <laughs> wise like experience like really hones in on what they know and people will come to them and the thing for the projector is to be recognized like to really be seen and wait for the invitation so people to come into mm -hmm. them and say hey like I see that you're doing this can you help me with that too and then only then should they really be become that guide um mm -hmm. but again they've been conditioned to be generators all their lives so they think they have to go out and initiate so then it causes this friction mm -hmm. 
And there's a lot of projectors, a lot of my clients who are projectors, they, they experience this real tension with, I have so much to help with, but nobody will see me. Mm. And it's really about for them, like waiting. And like I told you earlier, one of my clients just went viral because she was patient and she waited. And all of a sudden now 400 people see her and Mm. now she's feeling this like recognition. She's thriving. It's the success theme. Um, Then we've got the manifesto, which is 9%. So manifestors are just, so interesting to me um these guys are like the only ones that really should be going out into society and initiating so Mm. again that's like a tough one to swallow (laughs) because we're literally conditioned all our lives to initiate so they are kind of like the way that it's described is like they don't need to wait for anything to act so back in the the day it was like they didn't need to wait for the god's permission to do anything they were like the kings they were the the tribe leaders they were like the mm. i'm gonna go ahead and like invent this i'm making the decisions yeah. my partner's a manifester and it's been like so interesting to see how he navigates and how he just brings things into the world and um, but they're not self it's like anger so they express anger in this very explosive way sometimes which can again be perceived as you know bad but for them, it's just an express. It's like a release. So mm. there's so many intricate details of the types. And this is just the types. Like this isn't even... <laughs> there's not know? even details, yeah. Yeah. And then we have the reflector, which is 1%. So the reflector has a completely wow. white, white chart. Um, no centers open, no gates. And these guys really are like mirrors um, to... They will be around and they will sample whatever energy they are around. So they're really cool to have around in terms of, you know, if you had a business team, you would want a reflector in there because you could ask them, what do you think about the dynamic? And they Mm. can literally feel and reflect all angles and sample all this energy and come back out with, this Mm. is what I feel. You know, like we call them the unicorns because it's like having this special energy in Mm. your realm, but a lot of misunderstanding with them because they don't know who they are because they're feeling so many energies it's like which one is mine yeah so understanding that for a reflector is super beautiful because they start to realize oh like i get to choose you know Mm. um so that's the types and then it goes into strategy so your type is kind of how you navigate and how the world will kind of provide what you need Mm. and then your strategy is how you choose and make the decision so basically like um oh no sorry your authority your authority is how you make the decision so also i think yours as well like our authorities are emotional so this is 50 percent of society so as you can see we're all kind of on this emotional wave all the time you wake up in a good mood then you go to bed in a bad mood because something's triggered you and it's it's energetics right like something that shifted your frequency that can be weather that can be people, it can be food, it can be your inner chemistry. It's yeah. all shifting of frequency. So for us, it's really the emotional authority. It's really important to wait for neutrality and not say yes to so many things out of like should. And then mm. we've committed and we're like, oh God, like I don't want to do that thing because now I feel oh my God, this like is I so don't me. have the end. This is me. It's, it's every so day. Common. <laughs> so common like yeah let me do that thing and then like you're like oh no I don't want to do it and now I have to let people down <laughs> yes yeah so it's really about honoring your authority and there's, there's like 12 different authorities so I won't go into mm. detail on them all but there's like different ones depending on like which mm. centers you have activated but yeah. this is basically you tune into your strategy which comes with the type 
and then you will tune into your authority of like how to say yes or no from the body from the energetics Mm. um and then profile is kind of like described as the costume of your personality so it's kind of like how you would navigate in terms of experience and maybe what's going to bring you your experiences so we were talking earlier like we both have line threes now the line three is like an experimenter. It's called a martyr. Um, and it's that saying of like, don't be a martyr. You know, like you've got to, like, <laughs> you've got to experience all these like bad things, but it's actually yeah. not bad. It's like failing your way through life, but it's not really failing because it's feedback and it's, you know, never a failure, always a yeah. lesson. So for us, it's really about understanding that trial and error is crucial. And it's not that we're failing, but we're experiencing and Mm. through the experience we can be that vessel for other people to have a better time you know like have a simpler time um but there's quite a lot of profile the six profile numbers and they all carry different themes and you're gonna basically have like so i'm a one three you're gonna have two numbers and these are gonna be like the archetypes that come into play so Mm. for me investigator it's like of course, like I, I need the answers to things. I need to know like the ins and the outs of all of it if it's igniting me. And then mm. sometimes like, I don't care, but if it's, if it's my thing, like I need to know it all. But mm. then through the trial and error, it's like, okay, let me try that. Let me try that. Oh, now I have the answers. So it's like experiment and investigate. Mm. Now I can bring people's lives a lot more ease by showing kind of my process. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone diving in I would say those three things are like the first things I would go into and Mm. then you can move into your centers because centers are basically where your conditioning lies um so if you're open it's where you're most susceptible to energy coming in and being conditioned if you're more defined which is colored in so if it's open it's white if it's Mm. colored in it's the shapes in your chart if it's closed it's going to be defined where you're projecting energy out so you may find that you have more confidence in these themes Mm -hmm. because every center carries a theme as well so it's like the head center is like doubt confusion questions inspiration Mm. so if you're open to conditioning there doubt confusion questions but also if you're aware of it inspiration because you're sampling other people's energies so Mm. it's really a beautiful source of wisdom when you can understand it you know like as soon as people realize oh i'm so i'm opening my head and like oh no like i'm gonna stop watching the news like i'm gonna stop doing it and it's like yeah like we don't even realize how much we're being conditioned on a daily basis by tv like the news yeah instagram like all the things but when you can be like that's not mine Mm. it goes away just as easy yeah I think in essence, this is for me the most beautiful thing about human design, that finally someone like puts your eyes into who you truly are, what works for you. And Mm -hmm. if there are particular like things that really mess with you and with your energy, it's like you are allowed to not do this. You are allowed to say no. Um, And so we were speaking, I am a generator. I am a three, five generator. and when you were speaking about the types, you said a couple of times, so energy type. Um, can we go into like what is Absolutely. an energy type and what is a non-energy? Yeah, so manifestors and generators of man-gender energy types. It just means that they they have more, usually they have more centers defined, um, but not always. And it just means that they are giving energy out more so. So mm. people are receiving mm. energy from them. They're, they're going out and they're kind of creating and acting now it doesn't mean that projectors can't create it does not mean that 
reflectors mm. can't create but as a projector they're open to receiving the energy so they are not supposed to be working all the time they're not supposed to have consistent life force energy available now really the only type that's supposed to and can withstand that is the generator because we have a defined sacral so that's what makes a generator it's the sacral now sacral is fertility it's life force it's the same on the chakras you know mm. life force creativity fertility so we have this battery that's turned on all the time it's like a charging port we can just recharge mm. right we could just mm. shove it in like and go only when fulfilled and out of strategy right and our response as mm. a generator same with the manifester kind of like they're still not really supposed to use as much energy but they're receiving these downloads that they're gonna initiate into action right mm -hmm. so they mm -hmm. can move into it's kind of like they we penetrate energy like we have these auras that penetrate whereas projectors they have more of an aura that people come into them mm -hmm. they receive it and then they decide what to do with it you know like that's why they're the guides that's why reflectors sample energy mm. because they're so open yeah does that make sense absolutely yeah 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 so, so the other ones are more of like their charge let's say um yeah. comes from from the outside yeah and like it's really funny like i have this concept of like old souls and like newer souls and stuff mm, and mm. i'm reading a book about this and it's really funny because the guy in the book was talking about old souls new souls and he used like literally about two numbers out the same percentages for old souls and new souls as the five human design types and i was like uh oh, oh. <laughs> the reflectors were like the one percent old souls then it was like 19% projectors kind of, and he didn't say projectors, but like the guides, you know, like the, and I was like, mm. oh, this makes wow. so much sense because they can withstand so much energy. And it kind of triggered me because I was like, mm. I'm an old soul because it was like generators are like the newest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but also we're here for so many lives that like I could still be a new soul. <laughs> and I'm just like having fun with all this information, you know, whereas like, yeah. but it's just, it's just so much and it's so mm. interesting because like so many mm. moving pieces that intertwine within each other absolutely yeah and this is what is the, it what like, is the name of the book journey of souls mm. yeah it's yeah. beautiful it's really beautiful um but yeah it's also you know like understanding these different types is how we understand how we can navigate more effectively together you know like mm. my business partner was a projector and my most recent one and we worked so beautifully together because she was the wisdom and the she would just drop a bomb of like insight and then mm. I would be able to like bring it into fruition with like my defined throat and like you know and like all of my energetics I would then manifest it into action and it worked mm. so well so imagine knowing this for business and like having business teams that are made up of all these different types that plug together mm. and mm. it would work so well yeah yeah. yeah one question that i wanted to ask you ever since the start is that um the thing that i do i call it live design let's say it is the way you design your life based on who you are yeah. and i guess here human design comes a lot as this compass of first understand your design and then put it out in the world so it works for you and yeah. i'm wondering can we maybe go through each types and say a couple of things of if you are to design your life if you are to start something on your own let's say yeah. or yeah just some kind of like yeah navigation there 
Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, I mean, in, in regard to business, for example, as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, for the generators of Mangen, it's like it's the way to respond. So if you are wanting to create your own life, then you're not going to be going around initiating action anymore. And that's going to feel really uncomfortable at first. Like for me, it's been such a journey of like waiting of like, re- I even had this today. Um, I'm waiting on like something from a phone company and they're going to unblock my phone because I can't use it here. Yeah. And I then I had a guy that was asking me to pay and I had this company that are supposed to be doing it for free, but I was getting impatient yeah. and I was like, but I want it done now, you know? And I messaged a guy who wants money. And yeah. as I messaged the guy, the free company sent me the letter saying like, we're doing it for you. Right. And I was like, if I'd have just waited, <laughs> and I knew, I knew beforehand that, yeah. wait, B, you're getting ahead of yourself and it will come to you, right? And this yeah. is the thing, like, so if you were a generator or a manjen, it really is about the trust element of letting life come to you. Now, this really doesn't mean sat around. It yeah. means being aware of like, okay, what does my body want to do? And like tuning into your certain aspects of your chart and seeing like what lights you up. That way yeah. things come in you know, for a projector, it's really about finding time to hone in on the things that light you up in terms of your passion, your purpose, your craft, because the guide is someone who knows a specific field Mm. and they're really good at it. And that's why they're the guide. So instead of chasing recognition, it's honing in on the skill, honing in on like what it is that you want to be recognized for and then letting people and then sharing that process so that people can see oh wow like I want a part of that too you know Mm. so then there's the the reflector so again like for them it really is about understanding that they are sampling energy they get to be a chameleon to be really discerning of like who they surround themselves with because Mm. if they're surrounded by people that don't serve them what do you think is going to happen if they're completely open to conditioning like there you go so it's really being like I I don't feel good in this energy I'm gonna leave you know or I'm gonna Mm. put myself in a new location I'm gonna maybe even move you know um and then who have I missed the manifesto yeah so manifestors um really interesting because they have so much power that they actually have a repelling aura um you can meet a manifesto sometimes where if how do I describe it? I don't want it to sound in like a bad way because it's not repelling in a sense of bad. It's more of you will meet them and you will almost feel like there's an energetic wall sometimes. Mm. This has happened with all of my manifesto friends and it's almost like you can't really get in. There's something in the way. They may be super friendly, whatever, but there's something. Mm. And it's because they're so powerful that they have to protect themselves from like kind of external influence coming in and like ruining that. So for them, it's really about understanding how powerful they are and how they really can. Once they get the download, they can go and they Mm. can bring it to fruition. I mean, some famous manifestors are like um, Obama, you know, Hitler was a manifestor and I know he's not Mm. great, but like, look, (laughs) what he did you know like in terms of being able to Mm. that's what we're Mm. doing now this is I changed the he changed the world you know and like this in the right awareness Mm. can be so beautiful and powerful from a manifesto you know like yeah um 
So for them, it's really about understanding that to trust their power and to mm. trust and not repress their power because they hold a lot of um, anger themes. So when they push that anger down, they can mm. become ill. A lot of it manifests as physical illness because they're not expressing because again, if they express, they're going to be seen as, oh, you're so angry. You've got anger issues, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. and not always does it manifest as anger, but sometimes it can. I know my partner, like he will explode. And then it, he mm. said it's like a kettle going off and then it's done. And it's, it's not anything to do with you. It's not anything to do with anything. I just need to. Just energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. just energy. So it really is about allowing yourself to be that way and designing your life in a way that people understand, maybe even letting people know these things of like, listen, like I have a short fuse and it's part of my design. <laughs> so I yeah. need to go in the room and scream right now. Like that's, mm. that's the way I got to do things. Um, yeah. So it really does make such a difference on how we can live on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis. Like I've really started to live primarily by my design and it was a choice. Like, I had to decide to do it and I was like no like this is gonna happen now and as soon Mm. as I did I was like my life is easier it's more fun I understand it and everything works like in more of a flow so Mm. why would I now not do that you know and like this is what I see with my clients too like they're like oh god there's no going back now like I can't Mm. you can't see that (laughs) unlearn it yeah yeah and then this is what the mind then gets on board because it's like oh mm. cool like I understand that that is easier so yeah. let's go do it you know yeah that's actually a great transition to my next question because I feel like with astrology with all of these things you get to understand a lot about you you read these things that really resonate and you're like having these kind of epiphany moments but then you go back to your everyday life and it's like how do you like is it just a knowledge that now I have new about yeah. myself and some awareness or what are some, I don't know, ways to actually um, start doing some action around that, start doing some little steps that will actually show your mind how um, a different way is maybe better for you? So I did a thing at the beginning that was like evidence procedures. So I call it like the evidence procedure, Mm. but like really it's just, because I work with subconscious NLP stuff as well. So I did Mm -hmm. NLP Mm -hmm. before human design. So I understand the mind and the neural stuff. And then I was able to go into the body. So with the neural stuff, it really is about changing your subconscious. So if your subconscious can believe something and it can see the evidence as to why it's working, it will definitely hold on to it because it doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. Uh, And it speaks in pictures too. So what Mm. I used to do before it became habitual was I would literally write down times that I'd honored my design and I was like times I've re- I've waited to respond mm. what happened times I haven't what happened and I started mm. to see the correlation between mm. and then it started to become quite like um my mind would start to tell itself like no you're in the mind get out mm. of the mind get out of the mind back mm. to the body and I'm like wait what like my mind is telling itself to be quiet now and I'm like <laughs> weird but it's also beautiful because I've created that neural pathway and like that's possible for everyone you know but it is the resilience you know for me a lot of people go to the gym and they love Mm. that and they're really resilient with that and they stick to that I really struggle to get my ass to the gym however with this work it's like my gym you know like every single day I'm like how can I dive deeper into making a new pathway leaning Mm. into 
whatever's coming up for me today, like leaning into my emotions, because that's also a big one, like feeling whatever's yeah. coming up rather yeah. than suppressing and packing it down. Um, and then also, I don't think I mentioned this, the, with each type, we have a not self theme and an mm. alignment cue. So again, like I didn't mention it because it's such a simple little piece, but actually, so the generator and the manjen is frustration and satisfaction. Mm. So I ask myself every single day, like, what feeling does this bring me? And if it's work and it's bringing me frustration, then can I try another task? Or do I actually not want to work today? You know, and like beautifully, I have the freedom to not work, you know, like when I don't want to. But it really is about tuning into that too, because mm. if you're feeling that not self-theme, something is off and it's your yeah. cue to redirect, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, wow, <laughs> I have my notes here, just by the way, <laughs> I'm right now, it, it's like I'm in a class, um, but thank you for all of what you just shared, it's just so much um, knowledge, and I think you make it, as you said, yeah, sometimes it can um, look like this kind of mathematical equation and so many things, and I feel like you bring it down into something really um, easily understandable, and I think it's yeah. a nice start um maybe before we end this podcast let us know what do you do what kind of things you offer how can people yeah. reach out to you yeah so i'm primarily on instagram so you can pretty much find like all i share a lot of human design stuff i share a lot of just embody embodiment is kind of like the theme that i work with mm. um and then human design is under that umbrella so if you're really into that as well like head to my page, you'll find out all the things. And then if you're drawn to working, you know, if you're drawn to a human design reading, I actually do have a free chart option where you can input your details and I'll send you a little PDF and I'll also send you a little voice note. And then if you are feeling the call to mm -hmm. dive deeper into a reading, I do facilitate. Um, I've got quite a few offers now where I do one-to-one -one sessions. I actually have a three-month human design package where if you really want to dive in, like we go into there where it's like immediate access to me you know like mm. through messenger but it's also like three big deep dive calls um I one-to-one -one mentor on all of this as well so this people come to me for a variation mm. of things you know it again it's embodiment so it's like I want to learn design but I want to learn to trust but I want to learn mm. you know just all of this mental pressure I want to get rid of it so yeah. what do we do and we can dive in but then also business so mm. I would honestly just say go to my profile if you're feeling the pull yeah see what calls to you there's they're mm. clear they're they're out there you can click the link in my bio and see what your energy calls you to you know mm. um, yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i wanted to say too that's it's beautiful that as a business owner you've created this kind of different packages and types that people can work with you um mm. and you're also putting a lot of information on your instagram anyway so people can get uh, more of an understanding even if you're from your energy of how you explain things and how you combine them with your more like intuitive way of um, yeah. also connecting. Um, so before we end, I always like to um, ask these two questions and now we're speaking back to like Bethany, <laughs> human you, <laughs> what is inspiring you um, right now? What is one oh. thing that inspires you? At the moment, I'm really starting to see um, the full circle 
ness that's not a word but like it is now of life and just seeing how like all the little pieces and parts that you know when we sit and we dream and oh you know one day i want to i want to have this or like maybe i'll help this person or you know all of the dreams that we have and then when we can actually get, gather the awareness in our and the space in our mind to realize that like most of the time we're living in a manifestation of something that we desired at some point you know mm -hmm. and i had this moment on my motorbike this morning where i was just kind of like like my life is starting to be the one that i used to sit and dream you know and it's taken so much to get there and it has not been easy at all um but also that's what's inspiring me right now just the magic of life and how everything is so interwoven you know like even yeah. us being here right now on this podcast it's it's perfect it's like mm. someone somewhere will need to hear this and like i know that i even have had a beautiful breakthrough here of like just being able to share this it just always mm. brings such a beautiful experience back to me of like why i'm doing this you know um so thank you so much for that too but yeah um that's just pretty much it like just observing life and being like what the fuck like this is great because everything we create at all we literally mm. do yeah thank you yeah. Yeah. and the last one would be i think i tapped into it earlier in the podcast but still um what is an advice you would give your younger self like just to trust like honestly that like everything that and also to keep dream because i was such a big dreamer i was like such a little fantasizer and like I wanted to be a mermaid and I wanted, but I really mm. like thought like I'm going to be a mermaid, you know, <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, you live in Bali, like you kind of are, you know, like you're in the ocean yeah. every day and like part of those dreams came to fruition and just mm. to keep dreaming, like literally keep dreaming and like keep questioning. Cause I always had so many like questions too. Like people would, my mom always jokes about like, she would put toppings on pizza and I'd be like, why can't we have like this topping? And she'd be like, it doesn't go on pizza. And I'd be like, who says it doesn't you know like I, would always, <laughs> I would always be the one that would be like but why is it this way like why can mm, it not be this mm, way? why can't we like sit yeah. upside down like all these things yeah yeah and yeah just to like keep questioning because we're, we're just conditioned and like actually we can do whatever the fuck we want we can sit upside down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow, thank you so, 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 so much. Um, I don't know much about your charts and like your human design, but I can tell as a person who has like online met you for the first time, it's amazing what kind of energy you bring out and how passionate you are about the things that you're doing. Like you're, um, you don't see this, but her face is just, um, yeah, so sunny and just so energetic. And um, I can thank see that you you're doing so something much. that comes from the heart. So thank you for doing your work. Thank you for jumping in um, on this podcast episode. Yeah. And I will be working more with you. So I'll be updating people on yeah. how things are unfolding for me and what I'm learning through human design. So perfect. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. This was so lovely as well. Oh my God, I really enjoyed having this interview and speaking about all of these topics. And I hope this is the same for you. Feel free to follow Bethany at Karma Kindness in Instagram, find her services. Maybe you can reach out and have a reading with her. Anything that really feels true to you. I would also love to know what your profile is, your lines, what you learn about all of this and what are your strategies to implement it more. So DM me on Instagram, let's talk, let's chat and I will be with you on the next podcast episode. 